afternoon, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah, obviously nitrogen's gone through the roof this last fall, and you know that's a lot of concern for a lot of growers. Typically, in general, nitrogen management is a big deal. Um, I think, you know, from our perspective at Avant, irregardless of the price of nitrogen, uh, you can, you know, there's a lot of efficiencies we believe that are low-hanging fruit that can bring efficiencies to your nitrogen utilization. So, uh, you know, we see the need for less nitrogen on operations than is typically prescribed. Um, in this call, we want to go over basically like four points. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of other strategies that we will go over in the future, but some of like the core things around nitrogen management specifically we're going to talk about is plant physiology, how and why the plants take it up. That's really important to understand and how it's different than other nutrients. Um, timing of application, obviously important and, and uh, widely misunderstood in the industry, we believe. And then uh, some techniques around planting density and hybrid selection that can bring some efficiencies to your use of nitrogen. And then also at the very end, I'll cover some of the nitrogen uh, stabilization techniques that we have and uh, you know what some of the drawbacks with some of the stabilizers that are on the market. Um, I'm also gonna be bringing in Ben Amarin, whose main focus is on plant physiology and farm systems. And also Ben Miller, whose main focus is on cover crops and uh, integrating those into operations. So uh, I'm going to start out just kind of framing out, you know, the, the reason nitrogen is uh, so unique is because it's such in a natural system, it's such a, a scarce, scarce resource. So, you know, we all know there's abundant nitrogen in the atmosphere, but in, in natural ecosystems, there's really not a lot of available nitrates. Um, most of it is in protein or amino acid form locked up in the organic matter and it slow releases through the growing season. Obviously, a lot of our operations don't have a lot of organic matter anymore in their soils. And even when they do, it's still slow releasing. We may need to, we, you know, we need to supplement. But uh, the, the trick is to understand about nitrogen is when we put down um, applications of it, the plants don't, the, because it's such a scarce mechanism, um, it, or a scarce asset, scarce resource in nature, plants don't have a, uh, a filter, so to speak. So when you put down a big application of nitrogen, you know, 20, 40, 80 units at a time, these plants are going to absorb as much of that as possible right then and there. They're not going to meter it for themselves. And this is, in my mind, a real misunderstanding because most of our operations in modern farming we put down most of our nitrogen uh, in the beginning of the farming and beginning of the planting season or through, you know, beginning of the plant growth cycle. In reality, from a plant physiology standpoint, our belief and what we've seen in the field is that most of your nitrogen needs are actually later in the season, post-tassel, post-bloom, when that plant is filling. So when it's in cell expansion in the corn or in, in pods on the beans, that's when most of the nitrogen sink comes into play. And so that's obviously gonna tie in with timing, that's gonna tie in with some of the nitrogen stabilization, but I just wanna bring Ben Emerin in here and, and have him offer some of his thoughts on that. And um, yeah, Ben, what do you think about all that? <clears throat> yeah, I, I uh, found, you know, in plant physiology that, uh, you know, back to your point on in nature, um, 
you know, nitrogen is a scarce deal. It, it has to scavenge for what it can find when it's available and take it at that point. Um, you know, and, and trying to handle and mitigate that effect and uh, work towards management of nitrogen to reproductive cycles over vegetative growth, particularly in hormone production and so on and so forth. But, um, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, when it comes to managing all that, um, you know, timing is crucial, dealing with those kind of things, you know, applications, efficiencies, secondary nutrients, trace nutrients, uh, all those things we can use to, to make it more efficient and, and combat that from a physiology side as well. But um, I know Miller's, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so, you know, you, you and I, the three of us have talked about this, right? And we've kind of, we've, you know, we know that we need to handle, you know, there's, you know, what's practical, right, for the grower. So we kind of split it up into like, well, if you're dry land, this is the way we would think about it. And if you're irrigated, this is the way, and you can more, you know, spoon feed the nitrogen on, this is the way we think about it. Do you, you know, from your own farming experience, like on those two different cropping systems, um, you know, how do you think about pre-plant nitrogen? You know, how many, how many units or, or how do you like to split up that nitrogen that timing wise, right? Like, what are the ways you think about that? So that's a good question. Um, when it comes to irrigation or dryland farms or fields, um, they're virtually two different. Okay, let's, let's focus like water and nitrogen are the two things that trigger off massive growth in plants and, and create uh, growth hormones. So when I'm dealing with irrigation farms in more arid climates or, you know, back east, we're dealing with some dry land environments where they get a lot of rain or excess rain. You know, what, what is the, the element of the two that you can control within reason? And so, you know, you get out west here, we can deal with a little more upfront nitrogen, a little more um, uh, bulk applications versus back in the east we have to be a lot more creative when it comes to that in timing and 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 uh efficiency levels and stuff like that as far as volume so you're so you're basically saying that um and i agree with you that you, that basically our two most vegetative elements you know in a growing process are nitrates and water and if you're on dry land, we can't control what it rains, right? So we have to be more strategic with our applications of nitrogen, hold off a little bit more in the beginning and try and get out there at V6 or something and apply on a dry, you know, uh, soluble form or something at that point to get that nitrogen to be utilized later in the crop's growing cycle rather than all up front, which, right, if we put on all nitrogen up front, and then we produce all this growth, but we need most of that nitrogen when actually we're filling the corn plant, we're kind of doing it backwards, right? That doesn't, that produces all this biomass, but then the plant's very vegetative in its hormones and doesn't produce much fruiting uh, uh, potential. And then it doesn't have enough nitrogen to fill that fruit that it does have, right? So on dry land, we can control nitrogen. We need to control nitrogen more because we can't control the weather Whereas on irrigated ground, we can control the water more so we can restrict that a little bit more and we can be more aggressive with our nitrogen up front. Is that what you're saying? 
Yeah, to an extent. I mean, you get back in the east, they do irrigate still, and it becomes more of a delicate balance in rainfall and, and, you know, climate. But it's also, you know, I really work with guys on what they have available as far as application capabilities. And, um, you know, watching weather with them in the east and, you know, okay, we're getting close to this point. If we get a rain now, we're, we're screwed. And so we're going to have to go now and, uh, you know, try to mitigate some of that release using AMS, using, you know, fulvic acids with liquids or, you know, something like that. Cause it's a, a moving target and we're never going to be able to shoot from the same spot every time. But when you do have to take that shot, making it as making it the best shot possible is, right. is the goal. So, you know, there's always variabilities within the perfect time and uh, aiming for the best time that you can based off of the information you have that day or that at that point is, is the goal, I guess. Yeah, totally. If you were, you know, I mean, I think, I think we have people on the call, right, that are probably looking for some pretty specific kind of like timing wise or nutrient, like how do you think about in terms of if you have a nitrogen budget of, you know, let's say 150 units or something or 100 units, whatever you're doing, how do you think about, you know, timing wise on, on splitting that up? Do you do like a third pre-plant, a third mid-season, and if you're on irrigated, a third at the end? Or how do you, how do you think about that application, at splitting that applications up? 